0: Welcome back to Bread and Butter, everybody, serving up the basics the average player needs for Hearthstone improvement. It's nice to say welcome back because this is actually our second episode. Our first episode is now live on the Podcatcher of your choice. Uh, I am Tito Santana, and over there on the other mic is Doc
1: McButt. Doc, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, Tito. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. Um, what do you say we set the table? I feel like bread and butter. So doc, what have um you've been doing lately in Hearthstone? Or what any, what's going on in your life right
1: now? Um so I've played I've played uh, a little bit of standard and by a little bit I mean like like five games or so. Um and it's all been Beast Hunter uh, which I think is a is a fun deck. It has it has so much going for it. It's dumb. Um but mainly I've been just playing BG's. Um I was at almost at 4,700, and then I went on a few-game loss streak, and by loss I mean like 6th and 7th place. So I had some pretty big MMR hits, and then uh, I got a third-place game. So after the, after the losses, I got about 4,500, and then I got a third-place game, and I'm just over 4,600. So okay. getting back up there.
0: Yeah, And I know you're about 2,000 or so MMR ahead of us in our monthly bet. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I I now now the, now that I I have hit my goal of legend I can actually spend a little more time focused on catching you up catching up to you though so um we will we'll make sure that happens and um, um end your streak at um one month um <laughs> so so I've been um I had been struggling on the rank floor for a while um I just couldn't find a, a groove I couldn't find a deck that really spoke to me last month it was Habu gabu Shaman. Which was a lot of fun. This one I hadn't, and then I then I, I picked up a deck, uh, a relic DH deck that was a, a lot of fun. Um, I believe it was given to me by um, Nomad Farmer uh, the day before it dropped in the Vicious Syndicate report. So uh, he might be VS Gold or something, but um, it just really clicked with me, and um, um, I hit legend. Uh, I believe last night, um, yes. and it was thank you. Um, I came in around 45, 45, um, it was, it was interesting because, um, I, I've been having really good streaming nights, uh, now that I'm starting to get going, I'm like, you know, I'm getting some decent following and, and all that, but, uh, no, so it was Thursday night that this happened actually because I went up against Queen Concede and I knew they were on, I'm like, oh, a lot of people that listen to me are watching Queen Concede right now, but, um, it, it was just, it was funny because it was one of the slower nights that I've had that I actually was doing well and the other nights where I've been doing better I had been struggling to, you know, I'd get a few win streaks going, but overall, I wasn't winning that much. So, um, happy to be there, happy to have to get that done. But now I can um, focus on on the new goals, like we talked last week. Um, we we focus a lot about focus a lot of our conversation on goals and setting goals, and, and now I'm kind of actually working towards that. But I will be able to put some more time into battlegrounds and catch up to you. Uh, don't you worry?
1: And um, I'll have more time to put into standard, like cuz I'm I'm at a decent place in BG's where like I'm not like trying to brag over you but like I can take a couple days off of playing BG's and not worry about you catching me instantly.
0: No, oh, we'll we'll, um, we'll try to uh, uh make you sweat a little bit.
1: <laughs> Good.
0: Uh, well, I don't know about you, but I'm ready for some appetizers. No, Homer, don't fill up on bread. All right. So, Our first episode is out. We had some technical difficulties, uh, uh, mostly getting them to um, propagate to the different podcatchers. We're mostly, I think, okay now. My podcatcher doesn't see it, but we are now seeing it on um, Apple and seeing it in Spotify and um, a few tales of a couple other places. Uh, Doc, what was that experience like, working on the uh, editing of the first episode?
1: Um... It was, it was interesting. Uh, mostly because how like I record stuff, it has like both of our audio recordings in there, but on different, uh, different tracks. So it was a lot. Like I mean, it was, but it wasn't like I did some things in a funny order that made me have significantly more work. Because uh, mm-hmm. I just record through Streamlabs OBS, which also mm-hmm. it becomes an MP4 file. So then. As I'm editing, I have to unlink the audio uh, tracks and the video track. But if I do that first, then it just makes a bunch more work for me. And so I won't do it first this time.
0: We're, we're, that's the whole concept we learned. Hopefully by, um, by episode 250, we'll have um, advanced a little further than Daniel and uh, Blizzlet there.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding, Daniel. Um But now, no, no, we've so we've actually published our first episode and um, people have heard it. We've actually um, had, uh, um, I think, close to 30 downloads now, which for a brand new podcast is um, pretty gosh darn good. We've gotten some some good feedback and we've gotten some constructive feedback. I'm very excited. Um, What are your thoughts and feelings about having introduced a new podcast
1: to the world? Uh, I'm really excited about this one uh, because I've been like I said last week, I've been wanting to break into like the like hearthstone podcast scene for a long time i've just never thought i've had the capability to and then i got the idea for this and then that's when i reached out to you um but no it feels good it feels good and seeing all the kind of words from everyone who has given us feedback so far has been uh like really heartwarming to see that like the people who i have viewed as like veterans say that like we're starting off on a good note, like made me feel significantly better about it. Not that I felt bad, but it's always just no, nice no. to hear that you're doing yeah, well. Doing
0: yeah, no, uh, same, same exact thing for me. And it's like, I, I already listen to plenty of podcasts. I listen to I mean, coin concede, Vicious Syndicate, Squelch, Blizzlet, uh, uh, Tack sometimes. And I'm planning on working in um, Doctor 3 into that rotation because uh, that's excellent people over there um and just the thought of like hey i'm probably not unique in our communities that listen to all these and and we're we're asking people to possibly listen to one more and there's not a lot of time in a week like sometimes i i make the joke that like i i, I hear more from ridiculous hat than i do from my wife in a week um, <laughs> so um at least he's not yelling at me um just kidding okay um but no uh it's been a very exciting it's been a, a very fun fun process and um it, it's nice to get right back on um one one piece of feedback we did get from alkaline cat is to try to set our expectations for our listeners so they know kind of what to expect and um i think that we're going to try to be weekly it may be bi-weekly um early on while we try to get our schedules right and um the planning, so it may early on and maybe every other week, but I think we're trying for an every week type podcast. Um, um, if things change, we will let you know. But um, yeah, expect to hear us once a week, and um, we'll we'll get it out to you. Hopefully, around times where the, you've already listened to the month, the early week shows and haven't got quite to the end of the week shows yet. Um, all right. Um, one good thing. Um, I don't know if you've listened yet. Um, but we got shouted out on Coin Concede at the end and that was really really nice
1: i did so after after you uh after you told me that was the immediately the next thing i switched that i was listening to at work last night um, cuz <laughs> i was, i have time for to listen to anything i want to at work so
0: yeah no i was i was listening um normally i listen to coin concede while i am Sometimes I listen to it live, but I don't like listening to it live because then I don't have it to listen to when I walk my dogs or, or grill. So um, it, it's kind of, but I, I just happened to listen to it the next day because I had a, a bunch of stuff to do. I was running some errands and um, I was very surprised by that. So um, thanks to everybody over there. They're, they're, everybody's there. Awesome. It was just Happy Birthday, Edelweiss. Um, they're just great people. So um, thank you very much. Um, Dean. Ixar is out as director. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Um, well, first off, I am so thankful he's been a part of Hearthstone as long as he has. Um, he's just a really good guy. Like he's all, he's really active on, on Twitter and was totally open on having all those AMAs and everything. And he's been a a good like face for the community. Um, I'm excited for whatever he does next because. I have a feeling that whatever he's going to do is going to be pretty good. So can't wait to find out where he gets to go.
0: Right. I don't think you get director and then leave as quickly as he did without something even better lined up. So Yeah. Um, and, and I, and I, wanna, I did want to say, I, uh, in in regards to him, I, I mean, I've seen some discourse on on Twitter, a little bit, not much. Most everyone's positive about him leaving, but some people are like, oh, I'm sad he's leaving because he was so much better than the, the Ben's or, or people are like, oh, I, you know, things are different from Ben. I think that each director we've had has been fantastic and has been the right voice we needed for the, um, the time of the game. Like, we, we needed Ben Brode to launch the game. I mean, he was, you know, a big part of the vision of it, and this game doesn't exist without him. Um, and it was good that at the time that, like, when he left... There were innovations as far as hey we're going to do things a little differently now, and they were they started getting more rapid with balance changes, and 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 uh, there was a brief time with a director, and I believe we refer to those as the dark days. But um, <laughs> Ben Ben Lee came in and he was fantastic, um, and 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 each person had a different voice, and it, it's okay to like. The, they, they, the, a common saying that I always used to hear is if you are the CEO of a company 10 years after you founded it, there's a problem. And, and it means that you're not allowing for fresh innovation. you're, you're, you're probably not you're probably going to be thinking the same way and it makes a lot of sense and I feel like the same ways here. It's like I don't mind a rotation of the directors because every time every, something like that happens, it's, it's going to allow new voices to be heard and, and, and possible new innovations. Dean, would have been nice to have you for a couple of years, don't get me wrong. Um, I really wish you had stayed for a while, but uh, we, we, we are very happy that you are p- pursuing whatever it is you are pursuing. And um, Not that you'll ever be listening to this, but if you do happen to just catch an episode, um, thank you for everything you've done. Um, we do have a Discord. Um, should mention that. Um, if you go to our twitter which is uh, i believe bread and butter uh hs is that correct I'm not uh, that. Um, yeah um yeah uh but if you go to our twitter the link's there for the discord not a lot going on there quite yet we still have to set up some things still early but um you know if, if you don't catch us there we'll catch it in all the other um discords we have and reach out to us any way you know how we'll, we'll throw you the discord link uh, we're starting to build up the community there and you know, what's another, what's another discord, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and if, and, but if you have any, um, questions for us, um, we gladly take them. Not even questions. If you have thoughts on the show, good or bad, we're, 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 learning. We're new. Um, if you disagree with something that we say, or you really agreed with something we say, it, it doesn't matter if you have any kind of feedback you can email us at breadnbutter, so that's bread, the letter N, butter, hs at gmail.com. I don't know you, you about you, Doc, but I'm starting to get really hungry. I think it's time for the main course. Broccoli, broccoli, it's time to eat your broccoli. All right, our segment for this week is selecting a deck to climb with. I'm gonna start this off with a few decla- disclaimers. Doc and I, as we we're trying to tell you, we are—we're not experts. We're—we're we're fellow players, just like you, trying to improve in the hostile world. So this is not a stat-based discussion. This is a feels-based discussion. More importantly, we're—we're—we're we're, we're just giving you some ideas and thoughts on the way to find the deck you climb with. If you feel like you want to just log in and jam some some like quest rogue or. Ramp it, you know. You do you. Like we're not saying that this is how you need to play. We're just saying that hey, if your goal is to climb and you're trying to find a deck, here's some of our um, here's some of our thoughts. Maybe something you haven't thought about. Maybe something that you can apply to what you're doing and and help help you find the deck that you need to climb. Because I don't know about you, Doc, but I often struggle finding the deck that speaks to me.
1: Uh, yeah uh i'm kind of the same way i definitely have it through decks i rotate through when i have like ladder sessions usually uh just because like if i f- if i just don't like the play pattern like the-, the i feel like the deck has then i'll switch to something else and then sometimes i'll even like take a meta deck and then make it worse by adding in cards i want to play within it but but yeah, I usually switch back and forth. I don't really have, especially right now, I don't have a deck that like truly speaks to me. Well, then boy, do we have a section for you.
0: So, I'm going to I'm going to start and and we'll, we'll we'll go on to you and your your thoughts of, of your approach and and the things. Um, we're, I'm a whale. Like I have all the cards in the game. I don't buy all the skins or anything, but like I usually I've set myself up a system where I buy the small bundle I also pay for the mini set in dollars and then I use all my gold to buy packs. I build up extra packs by um, getting the standard packs um, from all the tavern brawls and everything and because I have the entire um, set for standard those become basically standard packs because they still go against the same kind of um, duplicate protection. So since I have all the other sets when it hits a rare when it hits a legendary it's going to come from the new set. So I have all the cards. Now, Doc, I don't think you have all the cards, right? You have a good set, but you don't get everything.
1: Yeah, no, I don't have... I definitely don't have all the cards in Standard. Uh Usually what I do um is I buy, like, this small bundle, except for this last expansion. This last expansion had a new job, paid a lot better, so I bought both bundles, wailed out a little bit. But usually... I buy the small bundle and then I just use my gold to buy packs um, on day one. And then everything I all the gold I earn from day one till mini set. If I have enough, because if I have a quest that I don't like, I roll it. And if it rolls into something that I don't like, I wait till the next day so I can roll it again. Um, It's just I'm not quest efficient, but it's just. I don't want to play something I don't want to play, so I don't do it. Um, oh, my, my quests are usually completed by Monday. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. So, um,
0: and and I and I usually like I can roll with whatever that like I I if, if I have the jam three games of rogue and I don't want to play rogue and standard I'll bust out three games of wild and play some scam rogue or something. So, like I usually just knock them out. Now, so we're gonna talk basically from I would say from a whale point of view and a Uh, an almost whale point of view to um, you may not have that same experience you might be playing on more of a free-to-play budget and um, if you do have um, some things you'd like to add to this conversation again please reach out to us let us know what you think let us know how you discover or how you decide to build the decks that you're going to climb with especially on a limited card budget but uh, I'm going to talk about um, the climb at first so it's a new month you, you get your stars you however you're at 10 9 8 whatever it is if you're wicked good you're at 11 stars if you're a thrallamon you're at 11 stars but uh, for the most for, for most of us like I, I tend to get 10 stars um sometimes nine if i haven't had much time that month um the climb early on is a great place to just play whatever you want because when you are climbing it is very forgiving when you have stars. If you have 9 stars, 10 stars, 8 stars, that climb, you lose. The losses are not punishing. You, you lose a star. You win, you gain 7 stars. So that is the perfect time to um, at least start experimenting if you are looking for a new deck. You can just play. You can probably win with just about any trash you want. You could probably use the auto deck filler if you wanted to. So that is a good place to start when you're climbing, if you if you don't know what you want to climb with that month. Um, once you get to one star or two stars, it's a good idea to really start figuring out what you want to play. Um, you may have actually ha- had a lot of success with a particular kind of deck. Pirate, Pirate, Pirate Warrior might have gotten you to uh, Diamond 10, but then all of a sudden you start facing some people that know how to deal with Pirate Warrior, and it's just not good anymore. So once you get to one or two stars, you really kind of want to start thinking about what you want to do. Now, keep in mind, at rank floors, people can get kind of weird. You start seeing some really weird decks because they're in the same spot as you. They hit the rank floor, they can't go back anymore. That's where you start seeing your pirate, thief, rogue builds because someone's just bored and wants to try something else. But it's still a really good time to um, find that deck. So the first thing I would do like, is try to figure out... You can look at, at some of the websites and you read the Discords and go to the Discords and, and the Twitters and say, okay, what are some of the interesting dicks out there? And, and find one that's interested to you. Um, f- last month it was habu Shaman. And play play a, f- a few games with it. Play Play like three games with it and then see if you like the play pattern. Because right now... We're looking for a deck to invest our time in. So if you play three games with it, and you're like, I just do not like the way it... Now, I'm not talking about winning or losing, but if you just don't like the feel of the deck, you don't like the way it feels like it plays, opt out. Find a new deck. That's a great time, because you haven't figured that out, that deck out, you, you haven't made the investment in it. So you try it, you don't like it, whatever. Um, but once you find a deck that you like... I recommend sticking with it for at least 10 to 20 games. Um, regardless of whether you're winning or losing. Because it takes time to learn a deck. It takes time to understand the play patterns. It understand takes time to understand how matchups are going to be when you play against, you know, whatever the matchups are currently. So, um, after 10 or 20 games, that's when you want to, like, and I would set that based on how much time you have to play Hearthstone. Um, but After you've played that, you want to evaluate Like, are you winning more than you're losing? Great. Then that might be a deck to stick with. Are you enjoying it? If you're not enjoying it after that time, opt out. You don't want to continue... I mean, if if you're comfortable enough playing a deck that you are winning with but don't like, fine. But I don't want to play a deck that I don't like, even if I'm winning, because I want to enjoy that experience. This is not a job. Hearthstone Mm -hmm. is a game... And as they say on Squelch, games are supposed to be fun. So if you're enjoying it, stay with it. If Even if, like, like you should start to see improvement over that time now that you're seeing these matchups, now that you know that, oh, hey, once I hit six mana, I want to look for this card because this is going to help me in the next situation. You get those play patterns. Um, you also want to think, are you losing a lot? Even if you say, say you've lost... 10 out of 20 games, or or, or you've lost uh, 10 out of 12 games, or whatever it might be, are the games feeling close? Because if you're having fun with the deck, and you're you're losing, and it feels like you're just missing out, you might not be playing something right, or you may not be understanding an aspect of the deck. So that is a great opportunity. I would take opportunity to maybe watch some streamers that are playing the decks. Because uh, oftentimes, if you're playing a meta deck, there's going to be streamers out there playing it. Um, watch a YouTube on it. There's going to be people that make these guides that that explain this. Um, if um, but yeah, if you're having fun, stay with it. Um, look at the stats too. Uh, that that we'll we'll talk more about stats in future episodes. But if you're seeing like 40% rogue out there, and you're playing a deck that has a 30% rogue win rate, might not be the deck to be playing right now because you're just going to get frustrated. So like, and I'm not saying. A lot of people talk about pocket metas and all that. We're talking general trends here. We're not. If you see three Shaman in a row, that doesn't mean anything. If you are seeing that you are playing a deck that's losing to a class and that class is seeing a significant amount of play rate in that rank, you're setting yourself up for a bad time. So I would possibly, at that point, put that deck aside and come back to it if the meta shifts. But um, you, you don't want to... You don't want to overreact to a small sample size, but you do want to keep an eye on the general trends. If all you're seeing is ramp Druid, and you're playing a deck that loses to Ram Druid, you get 10 games in and you can look at these stats, whatever, Yeah, move on to something else. Um, and, and, and if you're seeing that, I'm seeing all these Ram Druids, what beats ramp Druid? Or what has at least positive matchups against ramp Druid? Do any of those decks sound appealing? I don't want you to go for the, well, do what you want. But I don't want you to if if you can help it, don't just go for the deck that has the high win rate against Ramp Druid if you hate that deck or you don't like playing it. There are plenty of decks out there that might just fit that niche of what you're looking for. And so so again, we'll get into stats in a future episode, but look at the look look at the information that you have and and say, okay, well, you know, I'm seeing all these ramp druids, um, I'm gonna play the deck that beats them. And that looks like a lot of fun. And then start that whole process over again. Um, play 10 to 20 games with it, see how it feels. And if you're still hit on the rank floor, that's okay. You're learning. You're learning about these decks. Now, if you are also seeing a deck that you, I keep losing to Ramp Druid, play Ramp Druid. Do that for tw- uh, uh, 10, 20 games. Um, again, this but I'm using 10 to 20 because that's kind of a standard for me. Your play time might be different, but even if you don't plan on playing Ramp Druid to climb, if you play the deck that you're losing to, you then understand how that deck wins. And more importantly, you're going to see how that deck loses. And, and just that information of seeing the matchup from the other side, that's, that, that's valuable information. So, um, and you might end up liking the deck. Who knows? And if somebody tells you, if you see on Twitter, it's like, oh, person's playing Ramp Druid, they're toxic, and why are you playing that? And all, don't, don't Ignore that. Play whatever deck you want. They're your cards. They're out there for a reason. There's no such thing as being toxic for playing something that's popular and fun. If you like it, you're having fun, play with it. Never feel bad about that. Um, one other thought on if you are having a... You, you're liking the deck, but you're not winning as much as you feel like you should, or... If, you are, if it's saying, hey, you should beat Ramp Druid 70% of the time, but you're at 40% from your evaluation, you're probably doing something wrong, and that's okay. Uh, we have wonderful communities out here um, on, on Twitter on, and Discord. Every, almost every podcast has a, a, a community. Coin is excellent. Um, so is Squelch, so is Blizzlet. They're, they're all really, really good communities. Throw this, throw up a um, a couple replays. They usually have areas say, hey, I can't figure out what I'm doing wrong, and then someone's gonna come along more than likely and say, hey, no, you're d- why you keep running this out or why you keep doing that. If you do X, Y, Z, you're gonna have better success. So use those commu- use those communities, use the information you have because you might be doing something so minor and simple that you correct it and you could go on a, a big win streak. So um, don't. If you like the deck and it just feels like there's something that's not figured out, make sure you, you, you see if you can try to figure out what that is with the resources you have available. Um, and again, if after, these 20, if after you play 20 games, 10, 20 games, and you're not feeling it, it's like this deck thought it was for me, but I just don't see how I'm going to win with it, then switch to another deck. One thing to remember, too, is climbing is a lot of games. Like you can catch a hot run and win a lot of games in a row and get there in no time for um, from D10 and D5. But a lot of times, it's just a lot of games. And it may feel frustrating, but if you're winning like 55% of your games, you're you're on your way. It's going to take a little while, but it, it it's, it's a slow climb a lot of times. And you just have to remember, like as long as you are having fun, that's the option. And as long as you are seeing some positive movement and you're your moving in direction, don't worry if you lose three games in a row because that's variance if you are, if your aggregate numbers are above 50%, you're climbing. So, just keep that in mind. Um, and again, if you don't like a deck, I don't I want to play. I don't care if it's the best deck of the meta. If you don't like playing it, don't play it. It's not going to when when you start when you lose with a deck that you don't like, you're just not you're not having a good time. Um so that's pretty much it. I mean, um, once you find a deck that you like, stick with it. Don't worry about a little bit of variance. Um, a lot of times, what, what you might have worked well, what might have worked well for you last month, might not work so well this month. There might have been a patch. There might have been um, a shift in the meta. Something that normally um, was unbeatable, something emerged that is going to counter you very often. So don't panic if. You say, well, I climbed last month with this. Now I can't do it. What's wrong? It might not be viable right now. So, um... Just remember that... If you're having fun playing with a deck and you aren't climbing, it's still a game. Um, you'd rather have fun and not climb than climb and be miserable. So, um, if you're having fun... You know, if you're having fun, you might all of a sudden notice that, hey, I'm, I'm all of a sudden winning because I'm, I'm enjoying my games and it's not a stressor. So... That, that, those are my suggestions for picking a deck. Um, I did that. Um, I I tried out. I I was playing quest spooky mage. I was playing quest bones on mage. Excuse me. Um, I was playing quest priest. I was playing all kinds of stuff, and I just could not find anything that clicked. And then finally, I hit this relic DH, and it was it was a beautiful deck. So that's kind of my approach. Doc, how about you? What where do you? How do you pick your decks, and then how do you? work with those decks to try to climb on the on the ladder
1: yeah so i usually check out uh vicious syndicate and hearthstone replay and see what they have as the top decks in the meta because between those two sites the decks will be a couple cards different um that's one thing ridiculous hat always asks me whenever i share like a deck list i'm playing in like the blizzlet discord is he's like why aren't you using the vs list Mm Because I mean, he is a little biased, but like switching the VS list is usually always the right decision in my experience. But I just look at what's good and then I look at what I can craft. So I don't own every card. And I mean, right now I do have like over 10,000 dust, but I dust all my wild cards. So I'm a degenerate there, but (laughs) I just look at what's good look at what sounds fun to me even if it's like a tier two deck or like low tier two almost tier three and then i just play it and jam it um and like i said i usually have like three or four decks at a time that i think are interesting or fun and i just kind of cycle between those even though that's not necessarily the correct decision to make but it's how i play and it's just how i do it so but usually as of the last a couple metas it's always been some form of uh druid for me so right now the decks that i've been climbing with are hunter or beast hunter uh bone zone mage and agra druid okay All um, very
0: very good fun decks
1: yeah and then like uh and going into an expansion sorry motorcycles behind me um Going into an expansion, uh, I look at what, like, the fun theory craft decks are, so I have, like, an idea of what I hope to open, or, like, craft after, like, the first three weeks of the expansion, because I usually wait until after the balance changes to craft any cards, like, that aren't, like, commons or rares for a deck, um yeah i usually just pick what's fun to me because if it's fun to me then i know even if i'm not having the most success when i'm playing it and I'm, I'm still having a good time so let that's me, that's let what me, i look for
0: let me ask you this though so let's say you have those three decks um and that you, that you normally bounce from or, or you have three decks that you have prepared you think you're you're willing to try what we just talked about and and, and do it a little, a little differently and see if that actually helps you um, get to understand the decks a little better and maybe uh, climb a little bit more, or as a, as an experiment.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't mind it. Um, I will say that the deck I'm going to choose is Beast Hunter right now.
0: Well, sure. Let's start with Beast Hunter, and then like you know, after you play some 20 games and take take a look at where you're at, and and make some decisions from there. And I'd be interested to get the feedback from that afterwards.
1: Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind doing that. Right. Wouldn't, wouldn't be the only experiment or competition-y thing we do, so.
0: <laughs> We're going to be doing a lot of that here. Um, and, and hopefully uh, challenging each other to uh, improve. Um, I don't know about you, though. I'm starting to get a little full. Um, there's always room for dessert, though, isn't there?
1: Uh, yeah, I think there is. The time has come for this Cookie!
0: all right doc so where can people find you on your socials
1: uh yeah you can find me on twitch and twitter at doc mcbutt and now Ooh. at bread and butter uh hs
0: oh very nice very nice yes we have a, a we now have a twitter out there which is a lot of fun um it's been nice to engage with the community there's been a lot of positive engagement um, you can find me at Tito Santana HS on both Twitter and Twitch. Um, you can email us directly, as we said before, at HS at gmail.com. Um, is there anyone you'd like to thank tonight, Doc? Uh,
1: yeah, so I'd like to thank Coin Concede. Uh, I know we kind of did that at the top of the show, but I'd like to thank Coin Concede, uh for the Coin Concede on their show earlier this week. Uh, it does, like, it's a little thing, but it does mean a lot when you do get, like, mentioned or, like, apl- like verbally applauded, I guess, from people who've been in the scene for a long time and are one of the pinnacles of Hearthstone podcasting. So it just, it felt really nice. And then I'd also, Daniel Stormer Sheldon, great dude. Um love him. Like just gotta gotta get my love for Daniel out there. Fair.
0: And understood. Um and I'm with you on the Coin Conceed. I will tell so one funny thing was though, um I get I am a patron of Coin Conceed and I recommend it. I recommend it the ten dollar level because you um um get coaching once a month from one of the hosts if you want. And um that's been a very uh, it's been a very valuable tool for me. Um, so uh not that this is a plug for them but definitely um you know i recommend it but um i get the 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 point was i get the raw audio and it goes out i believe tomorrow on the normal feed or sometimes saturday or sunday and um we are recording on saturday today um and as soon as i heard that i was like oh crap because we didn't have it um it wasn't publishing to the feeds yet and even though we had it set up it wasn't going out so i was panicked i'm like doc we need to fix this we got coin conceded and he's like what no so we 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 switched over to anchor and it seems to be doing a little better but i had a a little brief moment of panic (laughs) Uh, but um uh, i I also want to thank um, matt at arms uh uh, steven just guy giorgio and um, alkaline cat among others who um really gave us some positive feedback and some negative feedback on hey you should try to do this that and the other it was it was very very good um, we want to hear all of it, and, and they were um, almost immediately after we dropped our episode, um, listened to it and, and gave us some um, direct feedback, so I can't uh, say I appreciate that enough. Um, I also want to thank Doc for dealing with the, all the mixing and getting this up in the podcasting world on the podcasters, and I also want to thank Draco Cat, who is one of my favorite streamers, who actually was hanging out on my stream on the night I hit Legend. Um, I was actually playing Demon Hunter. He's a Demon Hunter main um sadly it was one of my slower nights uh because it would have been nice to have a, a an audience when when my favorite one of my favorite streamers showed up but at, at least i was winning and at least i hit legends so um thank you Draco, for stopping by um but i think that's about it um anything else um doc or you think we're done uh i think we're good all right we're toast everybody have a good night